Thank you so much for joining us today. We pray that every message inspires you to become everything that God created you for. Every week, we send a message across the world made possible by incredible people who give generously. If you have not already done so, we want to invite you to join us. Text the word EASY to 94000 or go to newsongscs.com forward slash give and give a one-time or recurring gift and help us spread the gospel from Colorado Springs to the ends of the earth. We hope this message speaks to you in a way that will change your life. This is what we're doing, all right? This is what we're doing. I want you to be seated. Don't disengage, but I want you to be seated. This song says something very um, dangerous. God, I look to you. You're where my help comes from. Give me vision. Give me wisdom. If you ask God for something, because he's because of the fact of who he is, Father God is good, he gives. Now, here's the something that we will sometimes do. We ask something, but we're not really asking for it. We're singing a song, right? Someone else wrote this song. I'll sing, give me wisdom, right? The Holy Spirit wants you to do something today. Jesus wants you to do something today. Father God wants you to do something today. It's profound, but simple. Mean what you say. So if, if you don't want wisdom, if you don't want um, an idea, a perspective on where God's going next with you, then don't sing it or don't pray it. Let them, let that person, let the person next to you. If they want it, fine. But if you don't want it, you don't, that's fine. But I want to tell you something today. When we ask with a sincere heart, because I've seen God move in the past, stay with me. Agree with me. You don't have to say it out loud, but agree with me. When you ask, if you're looking for wisdom, if you're looking for vision, if you're looking for, you're, you're unclear for your marriage, you're unclear for your family, you're unclear for your job, you're unclear for your health, God will give you what you ask for in a loving way. Not, I'm saying this so forcefully, but he says, Father God wants to say, of course, of course I'll give you. I'm th- I thank you for being obedient to be in my house today. Of course I'll give you what you ask for. He even says in one scripture, will if I if you ask me for the Holy Spirit, will you will I give you a scorpion or a snake? Do you know what he's saying there? Is that people were questioning, is this you, Lord? Or is this the devil? Is the devil talking to me? Is this the devil speaking to me? And God says, if you ask me something, I won't let the devil in and tell you something. It's me. There's no scorpion. There's no snake involved here. I will give you what you ask for. Now, I'm aware that we just got into church and 
Maybe you came just to, to, to spectate or maybe just to participate lightly and go home. I wanted to encourage you. We're in a different season. We moved on from a season of, and it, it wasn't necessarily defense, although defense is very important. My Eagles defense and my fantasy football league today is not going to do what they're supposed to do, but they are important. I'll get six points. I could use 12. And I don't even have the ability like most of you. Let me just, I'm, I'm, catch, I'm, I'm relaxing you, okay? I'm not just talking. But I am talking, like thinking about this too. I don't have the ability while service is going, if someone was not sure if they're going to be put in today, I, I, I have to leave whoever I got. And that's who I got to play with. So I hope they do well. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, fine. But defense is important. But we're moving on from a, from a season of um, maybe it's summer. And as we go into fall, things die. But things also, um, it's a very important time for the, the, the ground because it's being prepared for a, a harvest, right? And God is ready to do something in your life today. If you showed up today, you say, well, this is for you. Yeah, this is, this is the word for me, word for our church, but it's also for you. God is ready to do something different. I'm moving from a season of perhaps defense into a season of offense. Not violent, in-your-face, judgmental offense, but offense to say to the throne of go to the throne of God and say, I need what you have for me today. I must have it or else I don't survive. I can't do it on my own wisdom, my own vision. Things might happen today. I have a message to give. But things might happen today that are going to be a bit more off, not offensive, but offensive. Because we don't have time. We don't have time to dilly-dally when God is wanting to give us something. You say, well, I'm just here for the show. You just enjoy. You just sit. And may peace be upon you. But would you, sister, would you sing this prophetically over us? Just kind of quietly sing it. God, I look to you. And no one in the room needs to even sing necessarily. Just listen. Say, God, do I mean what I say today? Do I really look to you? Do I really ask you for vision? Because when you do, you'll get it. And God's going to show up in this room today. He's, gonna, he's, he's got all kinds of stuff to share over your life. If you'll be open, he'll give you wisdom. He'll give you vision. We love you, Jesus. Minister to us, my sister. Don't just sing, minister. Minister that over us, Jesus. Hallelujah. God, I look to you. Thank you, Jesus. I won't be overwhelmed. That's a word for you. Give me vision. Take it, take it. To see things like you do. And God, I look to you. You're where my help comes from. Give me wisdom. You know just what to do. God, I look to you. This be your prayer. Say, Jesus, come. 
Say it in your own words. Jesus, come. Father God, come. Bring your wisdom. Holy Spirit, bring your vision. Bring your peace. Bring your peace. To see things like you For those overwhelmed today. Bring them peace. You're where my help comes from. Jesus. Give me wisdom. You know just what to do. We're going to do that one more time. This time if you feel feel ready, you you sing it with her. You sing it with her. Take whatever posture of worship you need to take to be obedient today to Jesus. Whatever posture of worship you need to do to be obedient. It's all about obedience. It's about sacrifice. It's about surrender. To see things like you do. Jesus. God, I look to you. You're where my help comes from. The altar is open. If you need to come up, you need to put something on the altar. You need to give it up today. Do what you need to do so God can do what he's going to do for you. Just sit it down. Go back to your seat. Maybe you want to make your footstool right there an altar. It's about surrender. It's about surrender. speaking a word to you that's for the for the body be obedient listen let him speak it to you and I'll let you share it if it's something to encourage the body not just one person but the whole body I'm sorry you keep singing <laughs> there's that word again we sing hallelujah we must praise you today Thank you, Jesus. If you have a word to share, just sit in the front row and I'll get to you. Just that a little bit. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. time sing the name of Jesus lift him up in this room lift him up in your heart in your family's life in your marriage individually if you need to ask forgiveness for some things you talk to him right now get your heart right not business not business as usual today for you 
not business as usual. In the most peaceful, calm, gentle way, I can say it is not business as usual for you. We love you, Jesus. Just talk to him in your own words for a bit. In your own words, we love you, Jesus. prepare an atmosphere in front of you that you say, Holy Spirit, do what you want in my life today. Tell him you yield to him. Tell Jesus, I surrender to you. And I still think it's okay if you need to come to the altar and put something here. It can be very legitimate. It can be very freeing. But more than just freeing, it could be something you need to do to be obedient, to say, hey, Jesus, this I put here, I put it, I give it back. You said give you a sacrifice of praise. I give you my sacrifice today. You say come with, with humble hearts. I, I bring my pride to the altar. You say come with pure hearts. I bring my sin to you and I lay it down. Sometimes it's not even sin that we need to give up. It usually is, but sometimes it's the weight that so easily entangles us. The scriptures say, maybe like Hebrews, lay aside anything that entangles you so that you can run the race. So that you can run it with in victory. Ever tried to do a marathon or a, or, a, or a foot race carrying a big giant backpack or a big suitcase? Lay aside anything that so easily entangles you. So that you can run the race. He's speaking. He's speaking. We got someone already. Come on, sister. Jesus. You have a word to share. You can feel free to just come sit up here. You're like, don't bring me up here if you're not going to have me share right now. Would you listen? Come here. Would you listen to this woman of God? As a prophet today, the Bible talks about the fact that we must receive. I don't know the scripture I'm trying to say, but we must receive when when the gift is there. Uh, Here's the scripture. Do not despise prophecy. That's what it says, because you know why? You know why Paul said it? Because people were starting to say, I don't know about this, because you know why people were abusing it. And they're, oh I, oh, I got something to share. I got something to share. He said, two or three of you, just chill. Your word of tongues, get an interpretation. Come on. Prophecy, you got a prophecy. Let's just keep this in order. Because people started sharing all kinds of stuff that wasn't, but that doesn't happen very often. That the, 
Don't, don't be afraid. If, if God puts something on your heart, it's probably not a snake or a scorpion from the enemy. It's probably God speaking to you. And my sister right here, I just want to encourage you, my sister, because the Lord spoke to me this week about, about her, about your anointing, to receive her as a prophet. That's what the Lord told me. He said, receive you as a prophet. And I know it takes humility, and you got the humility, so that's good. If you were prideful, then I'd be like, I'm not ready to receive her. Not that that has to be a majorly profound. It's probably just something from the scripture. But what you have to say is going to speak to someone, and I appreciate it. And I, pr- I thank you for your anointing. And, Lord, I pray a special blessing upon her anointing. Lord, I pray that you speak to her right now in Jesus' name. Anybody else, feel free to come sit up here. been in a season for quite a while where I felt like I haven't had a voice, known my voice, known what to speak. Preach it. And this isn't something I was going to say until he said what he just said. Preach Um, it. And it's just been in the last couple weeks where the Lord, I've started to feel my voice come back. Thank you, Jesus. So what he just said was very meaningful. And I received that. No, I don't really want to (laughs) in many ways, but what the Lord um, was speaking to me was, first of all, to remind you that everything is spiritual. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It's against this principalities, and I'm not even going to say the verse right. Whenever I speak, I like, I'm like, Lord, I'm sorry. (laughs) I didn't say the verse exactly right, but it's everything is spiritual. Yep. And so in our marriage, when it's like if he would just say this or if she would just do that or he would just realize this, it's spiritual. Yes. Mm-hmm. No matter what it is that you're struggling with, it is spiritual. Yes. The root is spiritual. Yes. And so the first thing when I was just listening and praying was, Lord, I pray right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus for revelation in this room. Mm -hmm. And what I saw a lot of times when I come to the Lord and I am really wanting something or I'm praying is I I see myself like the woman that came to touch his robe. Amen. I can just get close enough. Amen. Just touch his robe. Yes. And that's what I heard him saying today. Yes. You can touch his robe. Yes. And that looks different for every person. For some people, the touching of the robe is knowing you're supposed to come up here and you don't want to because your pride says everyone will know there's something wrong. You can't go down there. And your touching the robe is coming and stepping out and saying, I know it's right for me to come and to kneel here. Someone may or may not pray for me. It just may be me with the Lord. Some of you may be, my knees hurt and I want to kneel. But it hurts, but I know God is touching or is, is um, prompting me to kneel. It may be, I know I'm supposed to go ask that person forgiveness. Touching his robe can look different and does look different for every person. So I want to encourage every one of you, and I want to pray right now for revelation and for the power of God to fall in this room that for you, the touching of the robe, and if it's uncovering 
something you're scared of, if it's uncovering a root of something that happened in your life that you don't want to face and it's just you coming to the Lord and touching his rope by kneeling and saying, Lord, I finally give it to you. I let go of my pride. I let go of the wounding. And so in the name of Jesus right now, I just ask that you would come send your angels around every person in this room. We invite you, Holy Spirit. We know you're already here. I can feel your presence. We invite you to come and I see you putting Thank your, your I see angels coming and putting their Thank their you, wings Lord. around some Thank of you. you some Jesus. of them, it's their, their hands are on come your on. shoulders come and on. some of you can feel the power. We are so surrounded and supported, and the Lord wants you to feel, if you're one of those people that's like, I just want to feel seen, loved, and supported, he is here in this room. You are seen, you are loved, and you are supported, you are surrounded. And so, Lord, as you you bring those angels in to surround and support, I declare revelation knowledge right now i uh, there are lots of physical issues in this room and there are spiritual roots i ask that you would open eyes that they would see or remember or hear something from you where they would say oh my gosh i see it now and that as they surrender to you i am standing today for miraculous healing in bodies miraculous healing, not just in bodies because everything is spiritual, but a shift in their relationship with you, a shift in their relationship with their spouse, a shift in their relationship with their parents, with friends, wherever there is wounding and spiritual roots that are holding them back and causing pain in their physical body. We stand as a body now and we ask for healing in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, you said that we would do greater than you did. And so I demand and I command in the name of Jesus for healing, for you to come and move. And Lord, people who are having mental, they're having mental issues. They feel like they can't see, think, hear clearly that they're, they're just all over the place. There is a spiritual root. Everything is spiritual. And so I ask that you would come and move in them and speak to them. And I'm hearing that for some of you, something miraculous, as you submit to what the Lord is speaking to you, something miraculous will happen. Someone is going to come and they're going to ask for forgiveness or they're going to speak to you or they're going to say something that shifts everything as they are obedient as well to your voice. I am very visual, and I see a huge, ginormous, ginormous angel in the middle of this room glowing. And so I just ask that right now, would you listen and submit to what he has for you? Because he loves you. And for those that don't think they're worthy, you are worthy. And he loves you. I ask that hearts would begin to be opened in new ways today to you and to you what you have for them in Jesus mighty name thank you Jesus take it today you know what was going on is when the the Bible says the water's inside of us and Kimber what you're doing is you're sharing and the water keeps pouring as you share he pours more and you probably didn't have all of that revelation when you started and it's not necessarily revelation as opposed to in uh from the scriptures the the revelation we take from and it just kind of came out
So take that, receive that. Would you stand to your feet as a point of obedience and then feel free to be seated as we sing. But uh, would you respond to this? And I'm going to start us by standing and then you do what you need to do. But respond to the Spirit and then we'll, get, we'll hear the next. Jesus. Every stronghold, Jesus. Feel free to be seated. My sister Mariah, he's speaking to you. God's speaking to you about some things. It was, it's not, I wonder if that was him. Yes, it was him. Listen to him. Listen to the spirit, what he would say to you. You're going to share. And um, offensively, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay on this and uh, not um, stray because I sense something that I would like to put off, and I'm not going to put it off. In a minute, Levi, you're going to say a prayer. It can be five seconds, literally. I'll even tell you what to pray, okay? But this is the word that um, I was receiving when she's praying Jesus. It's over our schools, over our, our, over our Christian schools and our public schools. No different if you've been to a Christian school. You know what I'm talking about. And it's over our teachers. We must have uh, the anointing. What is that word, anointing? We love to use it. The Bible talks about simply the anointing. It came from the fact of when a king was... uh, ordained as king. It used to be uh, a religious thing. It used to be a spiritual thing. Nowadays, we just let anyone, (laughs) let anyone, right, be king. That's why we're so glad we got the king. And that's no, that's no remark against any certain one. They're all, they're all messed up, you know, when we're, we're looking, thank you that we have a king. But when they anointed a king, they, they poured oil on the king's head because they believed that it was ordained by God and that the oil represented the Holy Spirit. And as the Holy Spirit was poured, immersed all over them, that, that in the spiritual realm, something would happen. And so and that's, that's where anointing came from. So we need anointing over our teachers, don't we? We need anointing over our schools. 
we need a fresh touch of the power of God in our schools. Kids are hungry more than us, more than adults, for something spiritual. They don't know what it is. They're open, though. They're open. They're open, and they don't even know what they're hungry for. And I sensed um, that our church should be more offensive in getting to the schools. I don't know what that'll take. I don't know what that'll mean. I don't know if that means a club. I don't know if that means a Bible study, a worship night. And, and, and it doesn't just include junior high and high school. It includes our college. I feel that very strongly. So you'll have to hold me to it. I don't. When you speak something that the Spirit said, I feel like I could rest on it. I'll take it for a while. And then, no, I felt like I need to share it. Just put it out there. So we're going to pray for that, okay, in a minute. And Levi's going to pray for it. Jesus, send your anointing over our schools. Jesus, help us to have the power to do what we need to do, okay? So be ready for that. All right, would you, would you come up and share? Or should we do this first? Should we do it first? Come, come up. Receive Christy as a prophet. Here we go. First of all, your words hit me very hard. Kimber, thank you very much. Um, God's impressed upon me that do you realize how many miracles are in this church? There are so many miracles that have happened in this church. Some we know, some we don't know. And God's impressed upon me that we need to write those miracles down. We need to remember and go back when, like right now, there's still a lot of stuff on the prayer list that it's like, God, please move. You, we know you could do miracles. But if we look back at the miracles God has done at Chip, at Sharon's son, yes. I, there's just so many. And even me, I'm sa- I'm standing. Yes, yes. Right? So that's right. God's just impressed upon me. Is that an Ebenezer stone? Is that what you call it when you write things down? What? When you write things down that you want to remember. Is that an Ebenezer stone or is that something else? You might be right. Where's Juanita right. when I need her? <laughs> but we just... I don't know how this is going to work, but I just feel like yes. in this church, we need to write down the miracles God has done and be able to look back and say, look what God has done, and he will do it again. Amen. Amen. I knew it was something that was like specific that needed to be said before these other words. Yes. Amen. Good word. Good word. Remember what God has done. Expect him. Expect him to do it. Can we pray for our schools and our kids? My brother, James, would you would you lead us in that prayer? Yeah. Francis and Jim. <laughs> Can I call you James? My dad's name is James. He goes by Jim, too. I know you have a heart for our kids, for this generation doesn't have to be a fancy prayer you do what you just be led if you're a teacher in the room would you stand to your feet or involved in this public school if you're a student oh my brother coming up levi any students in the room or are they all in the other rooms stand up if you're a student don't make me stand up well you don't have to then but you want to receive blessing you'll get it you'll get it here's a Here's a um, 
back and forth how you want to pray this. You pray, and then you're going to pray, okay? Thank you, Jesus. The Lord gives me a lot of visions for young people, but I'll share this one. Put your hand on one of the teachers if you see them, or a student. The kids were leaving this. Young people were leaving this city. And they were going into a wilderness, and they couldn't, they didn't know where they were going. They just knew they needed to get somewhere. Speak up. And, and right at the edge of the wilderness, Jesus was there, and he, he led them through. And they got lost occasionally, but he would always go back and get them and bring them, and he brought them through the wilderness. And when they got through the wilderness, they were leaning on him. Um, because they had found what they were hungering for, this relationship, um, this identity that they've been searching for, and they found it with him. And when they got through, they looked up, and there was a there was a city on a hill, but the walls were broken down. And and Jesus said. Can you go up and help me rebuild the walls? Yes. And they were, oh, they were so excited. They were so anxious to do so. And so I just pray for them now, yes. Lord, that they would find you at the edge of the wilderness and go through with you, Lord. Because uh, I know they I know they seek you. They don't mm -hmm. know, as Pastor said, they don't know what they're looking for. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. And you're there. Mm -hmm. And it's for us, Lord, to guide them to you and to listen to their hearts and hear what you hear, Lord. So give us that wisdom, that understanding. And let us honor them as a chosen generation, not, yes. be, not be in any way jealous or yes. anything like that. Mm -hmm. Let us just honor them. Yes, we honor them. As as a people that you have chosen and they're the least religious yeah and they're the most lost mm -hmm. and yet that's who you're going to use yeah and help us see them that way yes yeah. all right my brother you can i'm not going to tell you what to pray i'm just going to tell you the the reason for your this first prayer is for our teachers okay and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this, whatever. You're not praying for anyone else right now. You're not praying to show off anything. You and you and God, okay? You and God. Something about the purity of a, of a kid that we need right now. Nobody else can do this because there's not a lot of kids here, okay? So you pray for the teachers. <laughs> you pray for them. They need your help. They, they need God's help. They need your prayer. They need God's help. Veronica, Bethany up here, Lindsay and Nicole and Philip and Ron and Francis, Lori, and my brother Tom, ministering to the, the, the tough ones that nobody wants to deal with. We pray for you. We're going to be praying for you. Here we go. Go ahead. Pray for those teachers. Lord, burn like an unstoppable fire. Turn it up for him. Thank you, Jesus. That purifies everybody. Yes. And it cannot be hidden. Yes. 
is unquenchable and will never stop spreading. Yes. Make it known to everybody who has not accepted you, Lord. Take over. Yes. Take over. Thank you, Jesus. Let it be so. Amen. Pray specifically for your friends. That's your friends, but all the friends will be involved in that. Every, all those kids. Pray for those kids with the heart. You know, those kids that are lost. You know, those kids that are looking, that aren't even looking, that are just messed up, that are lost. Pray for them. Lord, show yourself yes. to every student. Yes. Show yourself. Show them how much they need you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We take it. We take it. You done? You hear that prayer? Echo it now. Echo it right now. Help them to know how much they need you. These kids of ours, these kids that are not ours, we claim them. Jesus. Jesus turned over tables only one time. He liked tables. Only time he turned them down is when the people weren't praying. He said, my house is a house of prayer. This is not a waste of time, what we're doing right now. Well, let's get on with it. You know, we're doing kingdom business. We're doing spiritual right now. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We can blame it on we can blame it on Cardi B or Travis Scott or anybody else, but really it has nothing to do with any of those folks, any of these personalities. Really it has to do with the enemy wants our kids. And he'll use any way to do it, but we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We come against you, devil, in Jesus' name. You have no business in our schools. You have no business over our kids. You have no business in our homes, in Jesus' name. These kids come home to homes that are so messed up. No wonder they don't know who they are. Lord, I pray that they would find their identity. I pray that they would find their identity in you, Jesus. You agree with me today? We're doing business not just in this place. We're doing business all over Colorado Springs, even to the ends of the earth. We believe that our prayers can make an impact. We're doing spiritual warfare right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Speak the name of Jesus. Would you sing it over them? I just want to speak over the our homes. Name of Jesus. Engage right now. And over every heart and every mind. Don't tune out. Engage. I know that Let's there's pray. peace within Let's your pray. presence. I speak Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. 
Till every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus Your name, your name is power Your name is healing Your name is life Oh, you life Break every stronghold Shine through the shadows Burn like a fire And I just want to speak the name of Jesus purposefully sing this over is, fear and all anxiety this is our last song just sing it together to every soul declare captivated to pray declare it declare it declare it i speak jesus
not what we do normally, the way we're doing. But I don't, I don't like to do things always the same. In fact, I never like to, but sometimes we just do it. And it doesn't mean we're falling into a rut. It just means sometimes lit, lit, liturgy, liturgy is a good thing. You know what liturgy is? is this song, this worship, this prayer, the communion, baptism. These things are called liturgical things. They're good things. Tradition, we don't got tradition We'll, we'll miss what the Bible's talking about. The Bible, as Hebrews were steeped in tradition, it's tradition followed them. Jesus had all kinds of traditions. It's the traditionalism that's the schism that messes things up. It's the thing that we, we don't do traditional just to be traditional. You don't have traditions just to do, do, to do them, but when they have meaning behind them. Amen. Sorry, my brother, I didn't let you share. Do you have a do you have a word that you just want to share that makes sense right now? Yes. Yes, I need to tell you about this vision I had while we were worshiping. We were walking around a wall, and it was a city. It was built with rocks. And God said, "Well, we're going to break down these walls, right? He's going to do it through our praises." But he says, now, that's the natural that we saw in the Bible. Now it's in the spiritual. And those walls are built with lies. Lies Satan's spoken to each child, each parent, each person, each Christian even. He tries to speak and build walls. We can let him build the walls or we can tear them down with praise and worship. He says he gives us two weapons, that and love. And our love is going to build new walls. These new steel bricks, these new rocks are not built with the natural rock. It's built with love. And this is what we need to pray over the teachers that the love they're sowing into their parents, the students, will tear down the walls that the students have built between them, the school, their parents, and the world. Lord, and we ask for this blessing upon this time and upon the people that are going to be teaching, reaching out to these children. We ask that they were overcome by the blood and the word of your testimony and the love they sow. And we ask for this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. That is a good word. The walls need to be taken down in the wall of love. Love builds a new wall of protection. Of protection. Amen. The spiritual word, the scripture word is stronghold. The enemy builds strongholds and the, 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 the literal meaning of what a stronghold is in your life, something that takes over, is a walls that were built up to keep you from God that were built on lies. This rock is lie. This rock is a lie. This rock is a lie. Jesus doesn't love me. Jesus isn't proud of me. Jesus doesn't heal. Jesus doesn't, And before long, there's a stronghold built up, not to protect us, but to keep us from what God wants. And some of our teachers need that. Amen. Break those down in Jesus' name. Good word. Would you smile, would you? If you feel like smiling a little bit, would you smile as though, yeah, I don't think you're mad at me. Mm-hmm. Pastor Ron and I believe, and I say Pastor Ron because he was a pastor for 100 years, 
in Boulder. And it still didn't work because Dion, Dion made it. I guess that was part of what you did there. You brought Dion, but Dion didn't do what God wanted yesterday. Or maybe he did. Maybe he just needed humility. Or I don't know. We're talking football right now if you're not with me. But I love Deion Sanders. I love that he stands up for Jesus. I watched a show, show this week called uh, Bear Gorillas in the Wild with Deion Sanders. And he was on this um, cliff, and he was terrified. And um, it was legit. he was legitimately terrified. And I say, I'm making a point. And he stopped right there on public, on national TV, right? And he says, I can't do this. And Bear Gorillas, I guess is a believer too. I didn't know that. But he said, um, well, I'll wait for you. And um, yeah, anything sounds spiritual with that plane, right? But this is spiritual. He said, all right. And so he stopped right there and he started praying. Oh, Jesus, help me. And then he started speaking in tongues. He just went for it. Like, oh, I need your help. And then he's like, okay, I'm ready. And he, and, he, and he made it. I thought that was really cool. He needed to speak in tongues at, at the game yesterday, I, I think. <clears throat> People say I'm a bit ADHD, and part of that is true. But I fell asleep so many times on the second row in services when my dad was preaching because it was so boring sometimes. Please, we need to edit that. My parents, not always, but sometimes boring. And it's not probably the speaker as much as the hearer. Oh, come on, somebody. It's the hearer that makes it boring. Because you could have the lamest preacher. And if they're preaching the word, it does not return void. Oh, I like that one. It does not. A preacher can't go wrong. He's preaching the word of God. So anyways, um, yeah. So so sometimes I people call me ADHD, but I think it's also because I just like to, to um, keep people awake, and I want the Holy Spirit to do what he wants, and I don't want anyone to miss out. And I have a direction to go, but I feel I'm supposed to just kind of chill. And our word right now that we use is tailgate. Can you turn this up up a bit? I'll scoot back if I have to, but I don't have my lapel on, all right? So we just need to tailgate, just kind of chill with Jesus for a bit, and we'll get out of here at the normal time. I was going to say, me and my pe- me and Pastor Ron, we understand each other. What I was going to say is it, things don't have to be eternal. Things don't have to last for eternity to be eternal. It doesn't have to be an eight-hour service, although maybe God wants us to do that. Uh-oh. We get out. We always get out. We, we're, we're orderly. We get out when we're supposed to get out. But his time is his time, so I don't want to take up his time, what God wants to do in your life today, in my life. I receive comfort from you today, Lord. I receive. It's right that you receive um peace from your anxiety from your depression it's right it is the word to you you can receive it 
Don't be afraid it's going to come back when you leave this place. I receive that peace. Sundays sometimes is not enough for us. Not ever. It's never enough. So hopefully you're spending time with Jesus by yourself. Maybe that's the good sermon to give to you today. Monday, you need Jesus. So you spend some time with them by yourself. Sometimes all I do is turn on a YouTube video of people worshiping, and, that, and I'm just in a new place. God refreshes me. One way to do that is um, being with others. And not always can you be with others during the week, but we are having a lot of new tables that have started where you sit around a table, may not be a full meal, depending on if you're Juanita's house or Cynthia's house, but um, you, you eat, you have coffee, you drink coffee, <laughs> and you hang out together, and you, you share, and you get encouraged. And um, so there's some that are opening that just started open last week. I encourage if you're a man, get in Thomas's group on Tuesday nights if you have the time. If you don't have the time, it is what it is. But they're talking about being emotionally healthy and physically healthy and spiritually healthy. It's powerful. Christian is doing one on uh, for women at, at our house. And I left right away. Um, there's a, a pizza. Uh, this one's not necessarily a whole real spiritual thing, but a pizza, a one that goes to different restaurants. The first one is going to be at the at the Rizzuto's, Chip and Tony. Make sure to if you if you love if you're a foodie, I would love you to be a part of that. Yeah, this is not an announcement. This is important for your life to get in fellowship with people. Look at those on the bulletin before we leave today. Let me who's going to be put in charge of this. I'm going to put Joe in charge of this. You're going to find the bulletins. They're out on the table. I don't think they were passed out. Would you make sure everyone gets one when they leave? Because it's important. Joe, my brother, would you do that? Yes. There's two Joes back there. <laughs> oh, I'm asking Joe Alonji. I was asking Joe Collins. But let's ask Joe Alonji. You do a great job at Chick-fil-A. Why can't you just greet the people there? Make sure he does it, okay? Peter, make sure Joe does it, okay? let's just take this time let's do it receive our offering then I'm going to just give an encouraging word before we go what time is it don't you love Lonnie's playing love that it's good come on up come on up my sister who is supposed to also talk. So before Kay gets up to talk, let me just share something with you. Uh, we all know the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000, right? So let me just read you a little backstory. So there's 5,000 people, right? But historians and uh, scholars believe that once you add, because they didn't count the women and the children in that, right? So they believe that that, number was closer to 20,000 people in that miracle. So let me just keep that in mind as I read this passage to you. John 6, sorry, verse 5, it says, lifting his eyes, this is Jesus, then in seeing that a large crowd was coming towards him, Jesus said to Philip, 
where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? He said this to test them, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread would not, would not be enough for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they for so many? That's I love our God. Because if you caught that, he asked the question, he saw the need, right? Hey, these guys are hungry, we need to feed them. Where are we going to get this bread at? But even before he asked that, he already knew what he was going to do. He was testing him because he wants our obedience, right? God always sees the, sees the needs that we have or that we need before we do. And he just wants our obedience. So he asked his disciples, where are they going to come from? And they're thinking rationally, well, I, that's impossible. 20,000 people. And then this boy comes along with these loaves and these fish, right? And he gives them to him. And even still, the disciples are thinking, "That's what are we going to do with that? And how many of us find ourselves in that place? Is I want to give. I want to do these things. I want to be obedient, but I don't have anything, Lord. And what I do have, it's, it's too little. Like, it's not going to be effective. There's no point. Right? But Jesus doesn't care how much or how little it is. He just wants us to be faithful when he asks, hey, where's this going to come from? We just, here it is, Lord. This is everything I have. And I'm not saying, because we all know the story, right? The five loaves and the two fish, and they have 12 baskets left over full of stuff. And I'm not saying if we just give a little bit, he's going to give us a lot back. You know, this isn't a prosperity thing or anything like this. But what I am saying is when we are faithful in giving what we have, however little it might be, God can't help but do the miraculous with it. So before we pray, Kay, I believe you have stuff for us to share. And then if you would just want to pray for the offering after you're done. This is so hard for me to get up here and say anything, um, especially this is so out of my comfort zone. Um, so I just ask that you hear my heart instead of my words because they're going to be jumbled. But this um, this week, God has put on my heart to... Uh, I did, I did. And um, I felt a need in the church. I feel a need in the church. And last week I was in the nursery, and when after church, several people came to me and told me that Mitch got up and prayed. And some know Mitch, some don't, but my husband has a severe traumatic brain injury. And he has seizures going off in his brain constantly. And so most of the time he's just off, just staring off into space. But God spoke to him this past week, and he got up and said a prayer. And I was so excited to rush home and watch it, and it wasn't there. And first of all, I want to say to Peter Alonji, thank you so much for what you do every Sunday. I don't know if everyone knows, but he brings his personal equipment from home. 
to make sure that the service is televised. And I know that our people who work with the children, work in the nursery, those who are out sick, our elderly, our shut-ins, I feel like this is a ministry from our church that we need to continue. And God put it on my heart to try to come up with the money to buy the equipment for our church. And when I talked to Peter, at first I reached out to Sandy, my friend, and said, how can we raise this this money? And I did not know how much money we were talking about. But then I decided, well, we can't do the surprise thing. We're just going to need to talk to the pastor about it. And it's a lot of money. It's, uh, But, you know, I remember when Mitch was in a coma and a nurse came up to my family and she gave us bracelets. And the bracelet said, God is big enough. And he is. And there's nothing too much to ask from God. And the dollar amount for the equipment for the church is $2,500. And I just believe that this is something our church needs because the Alonji family cannot be here every Sunday. And um, I, I just want to ask that if it if God puts it on your heart to give toward this um, equipment that you do so. He has certainly put it on my heart and Mitch and I talked about it yesterday and was very prayerful in what we were going to give and so I just um, I just ask that that you be in prayer for it too. So Father God I just thank you. I thank you for this service. I thank you that I got to be in this service and I just, I pray for our church. I pray for, I pray for our teachers. I pray for our students. I pray for each member of this church, Father God. I I hope that, that this service touched their heart like it did mine. And Jesus, I pray for this $2,500 because I believe nothing is too much to ask of you. And I just thank you. I ask that you go with us this week and be with us and help us. Be the best Christian someone sees. I thank you. I thank you for how you've worked in our lives and our church. Father God, I just ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Good job. That was awesome. We're going to sing that song before we close today. But before we do that, can we? Can you put up a scripture, uh, Ephesians um, is it the Ephesians 6? You can, you can wait just for a minute. It says this, Finally, my brothers and my sisters. He just got done saying a whole bunch of other stuff, and he says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Is that all I have? I mean, that's great. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the... Could you put up all of uh, Ephesians? Can you go to 12, uh, 11 through 18? Yeah, put it up there, sister, when you get a chance. That's a good stopping sp- space for a minute. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Notice it doesn't say be strong in yourself. Because you know what? Yourself is not that strong. 
by yourself. You can't do it by yourself. And this week, all I did, not all I did, that would sound really spiritual. All I did yesterday was watch college football. But at times during the day, actually, you know, from uh, about 9 o'clock till about 8 o'clock till about 10 o'clock at night, I'm just kidding. I, I uh, prayed in the spirit. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed because I needed to encourage myself. And, um, and uh, because I know it's a spiritual battle we are in and when we pray, things happen. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stay, take your stand against the devil's schemes. Verse 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities, against your boss, no, against your wife, no, against the person that doesn't yield in this town, which is everyone, no, against your neighbor, no, against your enemy, no, against the powers of this dark world. They don't want you to have joy. They don't want you to live victoriously. And your struggle is not against the flesh. It's against the enemy and the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Verse 13, therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. After you've done everything, stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, the breastplate of righteousness in place with your feet fitted fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, walking in peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Holy Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray. This is the part I'm getting to. We know all that, but we forget this part. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers, intercessory prayers, asking prayers, thanking prayers, spiritual prayers. You know, there's a language that you can get, and we're going to talk about it today, and there's no way we have time to talk about it, so we won't. But uh, maybe next week where, where God gives you a language, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, it's called tongues, and you're able to pray sometimes. This is what I did this week, because I'm not smart enough to pray for two hours knowing what to pray. I run out of stuff to pray for, but I know what I, I know what God wants. Actually, I kind of do, but I don't. What do you want, God? And I pray in the spirit and I pray in tongues and his spirit prays through it. And it says pray in the spirit all on occasions with all kinds of prayers, English prayers, tongue prayers, thankful prayers, asking prayers. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Will you do that? If you say amen, I won't take each point separate and talk about them. Will you do that? Amen. Jude 20, one more verse. Jude 20 what? That's all there is. There's just verses in Jude. If you want to read a whole book of the Bible, read Jude. It's really easy. Okay. Make sure before I read the scripture that you put on your calendar to be with us, not just for these table serious things together, but also for our fun things. 
October is a really fun time. Newsongcs.com slash fall. It talks all about them. We're going to have so much fun. I want you to come to each of them. One of them is a worship night I'm really excited for. The solo that I'm going to sing, it's going to be great. Just kidding. But you, dear friends, by building yourself up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, it's we all need. Would you stand to your feet? Would you say this prayer with me today? Would you say something like this? And it can be quiet, but at least above your voice, above your, not just in your spirit, but say it out loud so the devil can hear it and get mad. Not that he can hear us. He's far from here today because God met us today. You know what? I thank you, Levi, my brother, for your prayer. I think the most anointed thing in the whole service was your prayer. It's very touching, not just emotionally, but spiritually. It was very touching. Thank you, all of you that shared. I appreciate it. If there's another word on your heart, don't be shy. Come talk to me in the, in the next time we do this together. Don't be afraid. We need everybody to build each other up. But say this together with me. Say, thank you, thank you. for meeting me here today. Say, thank you for your Holy Spirit. Guide me. Lead me. As I walk from this place, let me stay in step with you. Could you put your hands up before you, symbolizing your life? Say this, here's my life. I lay it down to you. Work through me. Use me this week. Let me be a mouthpiece of your love. I'm going to sing this one time and then I'll dismiss you. But let this be kind of a prayer. We pray this over you and pray this over your families. Pray this over those that you come in contact with. Go ahead and sing it. And I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Come on, say it with some authority, folks. Over every heart and every mind. Declare, declare, declare. I know there is peace within your presence. Not defensively, but offensively. I speak Jesus. Courageously. Boldly. Boldly. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Hear our, hear our prayers. Till every dark addiction starts to break. Hear our prayers, Jesus. Declaring there is hope and there is freedom. I speak Jesus. Because your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. That's right. That's right. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Burn like a fire. 
Cause your name is power, your name is healing, your name is life. Break every stronghold, shine through the shadows, burn like a fire. We're going to continue. Service is officially over. Stay as long as you want. Please receive prayer. If you need prayer, just come to the front. Stand here. Someone will join you. Stay around if you know you're supposed to help pray for people. Just stand here and someone will join you. We're going to continue to worship. You can stay as long as you'd like. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over fear and all anxiety. To every soul held captive by depression, I speak Jesus. Your name, your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows, burn like a fire. We want to thank you so much for joining us for the New Song Podcast. One of the things Jesus teaches us that when we've been invested in, that we should also become investors. I want to encourage you that if New Song is one of the platforms where your faith in Jesus becomes more real, go to newsongcs.com forward slash give right now and be a one-time giver or a recurring giver and help us spread the gospel from Colorado to the ends of the earth.